sin, but what is its intent? It'll destroy you, employ you, and put you to work, bind you in chains, and set back with a smirk. So you labor and toil, enslaved by your sin, but the wages you get is only death in the end. Oh, it promises big things, doesn't it? And by our sinful nature, we're inclined to believe it. But sin never delivers the satisfaction it promises. But over and over, we buy the same lie. That's what our problem is. The truth does hurt, but a lie will lay waste. It first persuades, then hardens, and then devastates. Not only does sin want our joy, but it wants our life. As a matter of fact, nothing else will suffice. I'm talking to everyone. Sin lives in you. And to be rather blunt, that's why we live like we do. We are selfish and greedy and concerned with our pleasures. Our wants and desires, these are our treasures. With nothing to obey except for our lust, we say, I can stop whenever I want to. I don't have to, but I must. We tell ourselves it's normal. Everyone makes mistakes. Did it ever occur it's because we all have the same plague? It's an epidemic disease with a 100% death rate. We can't escape it on our own. It's humanity's fate. Now, I'm not better than anyone, and I'm not speaking from a place of prominence. I'm speaking as a former slave who was shown what his problem is. If you feel like I'm stepping on your toes, scoot over and make some room for me, because I bear the same burdens of a man marked unclean. See, for a long time, I postponed giving God my trust. Following after him meant leaving my lust. That's a hard battle that I've fought and I still fight in, but knowing that God's not through with me is a truth I delight in. Sin beckons and pulls and calls till we obey. You think that you're all right, but just look at those stains. For our sin, there's a debt and there's no way we can pay it, nor can we hide our lives. They constantly display it. Oh, it's clear that we've sinned and fallen short of God's glory. That includes you and me. This is all of man's story. God created us, and we rebelled and acted as if we were the ones who were glorious. And a righteous and holy God has the right to be furious. We are in debt to God, and our sin is against Him. And if we find that unreasonable, it's because we don't comprehend Him. Perfection is required, but we've already messed that up. We enter this world with a heart that's corrupt. See, we give it all we've got, but we will always fail. And even if we see some success, pride is in the details. We think we've done it, we've conquered our problem, when really we've traded one sin for another and by no means resolved it. We are in a hopeless situation where death is our end. What we need is a savior, a redeemer, and friend. Because with man, victory is not achievable. But there's hope in God's love. Listen up, this is unbelievable. He sent his son to take our burden. Such a love as this has never been heard of. God steps down in the man Jesus Christ and is tempted as us yet lives a holy life. No guilt in him, the picture of perfection, yet willing to pay everything that we owe, motivated by his affection. His affection towards us, the ones who cursed his name, the ones who hated him and stepped on his fame. He loves and pursues us while we freely rebel and ask compassion and mercy for those deserving hell. On the cross he trades place with the enemy, the villain, and he lets us call him father and he calls us his children. We must give him our sin and let him take our condition and we will receive a right standing with God, a perfect position. That's the truth of the gospel. As offensive as it may be, it's not there to condemn you but to set you free. It's not aimed at you, it's also aimed straight at me. 
The gospel is for all of us, and we must take hold of it. Each one of us need it, needs it, and should never grow old of it. Awesome. That's it. It was long. Daniel Castle. Told you it was long.